How are you doing? You doing well? Yeah? Come on, talk to me. You're out there? You doing well? And uh, we want to welcome you if you are from another location. So good to be here. We are one church, many locations all across Sydney. And if you're our guest here today, we just want to welcome you. Can we just give it up? Clap our hands together. Come on, church. Another golf clap like a proper clap. And, and give it up for anybody here. We want to welcome you. And uh, wherever you're at in your journey with God or not, we just want to say you're welcome here. And uh, we pray that you would see that this is not about how we can get to God. We're not here because we did something to get to God. We're here because God came to us. Come on, who knows that if it wasn't for God coming from heaven to earth, I'd be lost. I'd be broken. I'd be, come on, who knows that today? You know that? Come on, talk to me if you know that. If you came in here and you're acting all Christian, it's all right, you can relax. Because we're just here because God, God loves you. And we believe that God wants to do a new thing. I do believe we're on the edge of tomorrow. We're on the edge of tomorrow. We're on the precipice of not a, not a new year, but a, what I believe is a new era. And a new era, I believe God is gonna do new things. I believe life is gonna look different. And I, I don't believe God's gonna do what He's done. It'll be the same result, but it will look different. And I don't know about you, but change can bring uncertainty. Who likes change? Yeah, like three people. Who hates change? Yeah, yeah, be honest today. Yeah, be honest, you hate change. You know, like who is really, really organised? Yeah, come on all the organised people. Who here just is spontaneous? You know, you just like to have no plan, that is a plan. And uh, that all the production guys, uh, that's strange. I thought production people were far more organised. But, you know, when you're on the edge of change and you're coming into something new, it brings a lot of uncertainty, right? You know, and things feel a bit shaky and things can feel a bit unsure. And when things are unsure, you know, there's some things shifting, but change and transition will shake foundations in our life. Who knows that? You know that? That, that sometimes foundations in your world start to shake and things that can't withstand change probably won't make it in the change. God will shake things. God will use uncertainty to tell you what really is the rock. What you build your life on is either sand or rock. And when there's uncertainty, when things are shaking, when things are moving, when things are changing, it'll come and reveal to you what you're really building your life on and how well it can withstand that season. Storms, wind, change, shakes foundations. It reveals what you trust in. And that's what I wanna talk to you shortly this morning about is trust. Everyone say trust. Trust, tell your neighbour, you need to trust. Tell the other neighbour, trust me. <laughs> you, need to, you need to trust. Because this is what I found. I found that certainty is not the rock. Right? 
Because often we trust in certainty. We trust in everything being as it was and as it will be. And the things that we know that are certain, we begin to trust in them. But sometimes God will bring change and a new season just to shake up what you've been trusting in because certainty is not the rock. Jesus is the rock. And if you have Jesus, that's all the certainty you need in this life. Money is not a rock. Your job is not your rock. Your position in your job is not your rock. Your friendships are not your rock. Your relationship is not your rock. And if you are treating it as a rock, when uncertainty comes, you'll see that it's actually sand. So sometimes God will allow uncertainty just to let all the sand sift away so you can see what really matters in this life. What am I really building my life on? Is it the rock or is it not? Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all doesn't say some, doesn't say your leftovers. (laughs) All, all, all your heart. Trust in the Lord, the Lord. Doesn't say trust in a Lord. And it doesn't even specify that it's Jesus. It just says the Lord because Jesus is the Lord. Jesus is not a Lord. Jesus is not a way and Jesus is not a truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not partial trust, but whole trust. Trust in the Lord. With all your heart, lean not on your understanding, all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Uncertainty brings insecurity. Anyone ever felt insecure? And if you can't admit that, it's probably because you're too insecure. Okay, <laughs> so there you go. We're all insecure. You ever felt insecure? You ever ever felt like you know what? I I do not feel internally safe. That's what insecurity is. And insecurity is often rooted in a fear of man. Proverbs 29 verse 25 says, The fear of man will prove to be a snare, but those who trust, everyone say trust, in, there it is again, the Lord, the Lord being Jesus, shall be kept safe. If you've felt insecure, if you've felt uncertain, if you've felt confused, if you've felt under attack, if you felt unsafe, maybe it's that we're trusting in the wrong thing. The fear of man. You know, you ever done something to impress people? It's the fear of man. Done thing for, for people's approval? Because we will, we will make the craziest decisions and do the dumbest things just to get people to like us. And then when they like us, then we have to keep them liking us. So the way that we got them to like us, now I have to keep them 
the same way I got them. So if I had to be an idiot to get you to like me, now to keep you as my friend, I have to keep being an idiot. Let me say you free today. Anybody who's your friend because you do dumb things to make them laugh isn't really your friend. trying to impress people. It's the fear of man. But I believe in 2020, you're gonna be set free from the fear of man and have an unshakable trust in the Lord. That is good. Jeremiah 17, five to eight says, this is what the Lord says, cursed. Translation will be miserable, miserable is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. It's coming, but they can't see it. It's there, but they're not aware of it. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives. But, everyone say but. Come on, big but. Blessed is the one who trusts in, there it is again, the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when He comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries. Everyone say, no worries, mate. And has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The antidote for insecurity and fear is trust. And as we're coming into a new year, it's time to get your trust in the right place. You need to prepare. We need to prepare ourselves for the new era, the next decade, by preparing our trust. What are you trusting in? What is your life grounded in? What am I looking to? What am I leaning on? I used to work at a place called Coleroy, the Coleroy Center in, uh, in, in Coleroy, funnily enough. And I, I used to work there. And it was like this uh, place where they had a high ropes course. And on this high ropes course, there was always three types of people. There was a different responses to getting up on the, on the high ropes. And so I was an instructor. And so people would climb up and they'd put the gear on and they'd get up there. There's always three types of people. The first person was a person who would get up there, they'd have all the gear on and they'd, they'd be standing on the, on the line, on the rope and they'd be, they'd be, you know, like just faking you. You know, just, they're gonna go. They're like, oh, guys, should I go? Everyone's like, yeah, hurry up. And they're up there, oh, oh my gosh, okay, okay, count me in. Count everybody, just come on everybody, help me, I'll do it on three. You know, and they're up there, I'll do it on three. And so everyone's like, one, two, and they're like, oh no, I can't do it, I can't do it. Count again, count again. And then everyone counts again, one, two, oh no, I can't do it, I can't do it. And they would never do it. It was embarrassing. They'd be up there and they'd get back down. The second time the person, they'd get up there, they'd look around and they would kind of like half try, you know? It was called the leap of faith. And so there's a ring that you gotta reach out to and catch. 
It looks far away, but it's actually not. And all you gotta do is slightly jump and you'll probably reach it. And so there'd be the second type person, they'd be up there and they'd just sort of like fall off, you know, oh! <laughs> and they'd fall, fall down. And we'd all be like, wow, <laughs> you're amazing. So proud of you. Participation award, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't believe in participation awards. But they fall off. And then third type of person, get up, cautious, look around, feel the safety gear. And you know what they do? They honestly, they just give their best. They just jump. It wasn't like we gave them, you know, three steps to jumping well. You know, they just jumped. I don't know if they learned to jump. I don't know who taught them to jump. A lot of people obviously hadn't been taught to jump, but some people, you just jump. And every time people who would just jump, just, just have a crack, give it their best, they would always reach the ring. Because it's actually not far away. It looks it, but it's not. It's called the leap of faith, but actually I believe it was a test of trust. Because the people who knew they were safe, they'd just jump. And there's something about safety in knowing God, safety in what you are trusting, that'll cause you to live life with confidence, with freedom, and you'll just jump in. No hesitation, because you're trusting in the right things. I don't know what's gonna happen next year. I don't know what God's gonna do. I don't know what's gonna happen with your work. I don't know what's gonna happen with family. I have no idea. I cannot guarantee you any of that. But what I can guarantee you is that if you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and acknowledge Him in all your ways, what does that mean? That just means to acknowledge that God is present in all your ways. God is present. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. God is omnipresent. So it's less about His presence and more about ours. If you will recognise that God is with you in all your ways, He will guide you and direct your path. He'll sort it out. But all it requires from us is trust. David said like this, Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. Whoever is your Lord will become your shepherd. So before Jesus is my shepherd, He first has to be my Lord. And if He's not Lord, He's not my shepherd. If money is Lord, money is my shepherd. If sex, rock and roll, party, whatever is my Lord, then that becomes my shepherd. But does your shepherd lead you by still waters? Does your shepherd refresh your soul? Does your shepherd lead you by green pastures? Because this is the shepherd that is Jesus Christ. If you trust in the Lord, He will guide you and He will lead you where you need to go.